0: Yo what's good top of the top episode 222 Stash House Podcast your boy Tyler checking in First time listeners thank y'all for tuning in If you tune in weekly salute And to just an episode Talk some topics you may want to hear about Salute to you as well like, share, subscribe, retweet. Whatever you do to help support the podcast, greatly, greatly appreciate it. Podcasts available on all podcast streaming platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. If you're watching this on YouTube, please uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel and like this video uh, on your preferred audio platform. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast and get notifications on new episodes as well. And thank you all for the support. I'm back after a two-week break. Apologies for not giving y'all a notice on the last episode, but I did post on my social media accounts. I'll be taking a two-week break until the 22nd. Now we're here. I'm well-rested, and it's back to it. It's back to it. We got college football season coming up. We got the NFL season coming up. Shortly after that, the NBA will be back in action as well. So I'm well-rested give y'all this great, great content. And what better way to come back than to celebrate 50 years of hip-hop. 50 years of hip-hop, very, very young genre compared to the rock and roll and blues and all that, but hip-hop, 50 years. Congratulations, salute, shout out to all the artists who paved the way, shout out to all the artists who took it to the next level, and shout out to the artists nowadays still trying to make a way, finding their way in this game. I think for the most part, I can say in 2023, in terms of hip-hop, it's everywhere at this point. It's everywhere overseas. You see the shows they go to in Portugal and uh, Japan. The fans they get, they go crazy over ballistic. In the United States, we show our appreciation for it for the most part. But in the great words of Biggie, "Whoever thought that hip hop would take it this far?" So this episode I'm here to show my appreciation I'm not here to give y'all my top 10 artists, my top 5, my favorite albums and nothing like that It's more of a story time but then I'm a transition into some other things I think about in terms of hip hop within my time period as well So let's get started Let's get started uh, Where to start? My early memories of hip hop My early, early memories and I'm going to try to have some stability with this Because the time frame gets a little cloudy for me In terms of hip hop If I had to think of Five songs At my early age That I remember hearing And was like I like this Just five songs Not in no certain order No certain time period Nothing like that Um, <clears throat> Excuse me For one I have to say one of the early songs and videos I remember seeing as a child was Juvenile, huh? That's you and that Big Body Benz, huh? <laughs> like I remember seeing that video on BET, back when B.T. actually played videos, B.E.T. hits, Rap City with Big Tigger, of course. Uh I don't think One of Park was around when Huh was around was uh out. I remember watching one of us in part two, of course, but Juvenile, huh? Just seeing that video of them in New Orleans, not really knowing what New Orleans was at the time, just seeing this guy, shirt off, gold mouth, bandana, everybody waving rags around, and the whole song, he just saying, huh, at the end of every <laughs> every sentence he say. I was like, I wish you know what it is, huh? Just is. I was like, "What is? I like. I like this. What is it?" So I remember that, and then just Cash Money in general. Like I got a book when I was in uh, elementary school, really throughout my entire school life, from kindergarten to twelfth grade. I got this book, and in the book for kindergarten, it was like Tyler' favorite food, Tyler' favorite drinks, Tyler' favorite uh, subjects in school. And it had my favorite song, and I still got it in that book, scribble, scrap, writing. But for my favorite song, I had bling, bling. You know what I'm saying? Cash money, bling, bling. And I remember seeing Wayne at that young age on bling, bling. Then going to that little, that little bitty. I don't know if you want to call it a verse on back that ass up after you back it up, then stop and then what, 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 what driving like is that, driving like like going to the family functions and hearing that part. Of the song And like Dang who this kid Lil Wayne And then Drop it like it's hot Not drop it like it's hot But uh The block is hot Coming out So then That's when I was like Okay who's this guy Lil Wayne You know what I'm saying So that's when Wayne Started becoming my goat And seeing him Throughout these years From that early age With Cash Money To the Cash Money split Him going into A solo career The Carter Of course the mixtapes The Carter 2 is an album I remember going to purchase at a young age as well. Going to superstardom with Carter Three and everything since then. So from that point of watching Juvenile Hun video, and Juvenile is Juvenile. Do not get it twisted. Juvenile is Juvenile. Four hundred degrees and all that. But just seeing that video and then getting introduced to Wayne, that's an early memory of me as well. Uh, what's another song? Oddly enough. Oddly enough, I remember hearing at a young age of course, this was after the fact after he passed away hearing biggie more money more problems with Diddy and mace with Puff Daddy at the time and mace just hearing that sample just I remember hearing that song a lot as well as a child and I nine times out of ten it was probably ninety nine or something it was well after. Biggie passed away. I remember hearing that song. A random song I remember hearing a lot because I had the cassette tape. I, like it's wild. Because I'm 30 years old. I'm I was born in 93, but I still remember having the cassette tape of Next Friday Soundtrack. It was the next Friday soundtrack and it was the Busy Busybone song Friday. And if you're not uh, familiar with the song on Next Friday when Dayday and Roach are in Pinky's Store and they smoking in the back. And they show the scene where Roach is stand uh, sitting, standing upside down. That song in the background is the Busy Bones song. I just kept playing from that soundtrack on the tape. And that entire soundtrack actually is hard. Like, you got a Ja Rule song on there that's hard as well. And Ja Rule is another artist. I remember hearing Holla Holla at a young age as well. Shout out to Ja Rule, man. I remember hearing Holla Holla at a young age as well. Uh, ja Rule was a guy I saw at an early age Doing something different Like when he had that song With Christina Milian Like watching that video And it's crazy that now We've seen the transition of videos Not even being on TV Unless you got like MTV Jams Or one of them other syndicated uh, channels But you don't see Videos on regular BET or regular MTV, VH1, none of that no more. I remember they used to have like documentaries and access granted showing behind the scenes of the videos and TRL, of course. It's just crazy seeing that transition. But I remember Ja Rule being one of the guys I saw. I was like, yo, he doing something different. Like, yeah, he rapping, but he has this young pretty girl in the video It's a pool party like Murder Inc. Ja Rule videos were the videos I saw were like, dang, I can't wait till I get old enough to do something like this. Go to pool parties like this when I get older. So, I remember Ja Rule at a young age. I remember Juvenile, Cash Money. Um, Who else I said that Next Friday soundtrack, Busy Bone. More Money, More Problems. No Limit, of course. Master P, Silk, the Shocker, C Murder. I remember when C-Murder dropped that uh, Down for My with Snoop. Man, I remember I had a neighbor. I stayed in Fort Mitchell, the Fort Mitchell trailer park, and I had a neighbor. I forgot his name. I want to say it wasn't Kurt, but he looked like Kurt Angle, the wrestler. I cannot remember his name, but he gave me like a book of CDs because he was in the Army, and he was about to get deployed. Him and his uh, wife, they were about to get deployed, so he gave me some CDs. It had all types of CDs. It had the Fujis on it. Uh... You know the little book, CD book. I'm sorry, the CD book. It had the Fugees. I think it had like R. Kelly twelve play and like different mid CDs. But one day, cause I was about to go in and watch WCW, and uh, he was playing that C Murder song. And I just remember hearing that beat, the dun 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 dun-na-na, dun 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 And like he was playing that shit for like all night long, just on repeat. So I remember that C Murder song vividly. What's another early? I ain't going to stay on this early, you know, vibe. I remember hearing Jay-Z, Hard Not Life with the Annie sample because my mom loved the Annie movie. So when I heard that song, I was like, that man got Annie on this song? Like, it's the Hard not Life for us. And seeing that video as well, him at the store, walking the streets and everything. So those are my early memories. Those are my early memories of just songs I remember, like, and of course, when Lil John and the Crunk era came, that's when I really started to understand like hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Having Lil John with Yin Yang Twins and the B.I.B.I. with Too Short and Ludacris. Those are my early, early memories. Cash Money, No Limit, Ja Rule, Jay Z, um, Busy Bone Friday, More Money, More Problems. Those are my early, early memories. That's like late 90s. I was trying to keep it going into 2000 because in 2000, I had to really think about this. I want to say the first album I remember going to the store knowing my sole purpose is to get my mom to buy me this album was Nelly, Country Grammar. And once again, going back to video, just seeing that Country Grammar video, I'm going down, down, like a block party type video. I was like, "Yo, I like this song. I like this song. This one, I was just buying albums just off the strength of one song. I wasn't an album guy. I wasn't the guy to press play and just let the whole album play like I am nowadays. I was going to the store to buy... An album just for one song (laughs) And granted I could have bought just a single Cause you know back then They had the CD with just a single The radio version, the dirty version (laughs) The instrumental version (laughs) So I could have bought that But I bought the entire Country Grammar album My mom was mad because I ended up getting the dirty version (laughs) With the parental advisory on it And that's one thing as well I've been seeing past couple weeks Uncle Luke had tweeted something with the 50-year anniversary, uh, Nas had did a Mass Appeal 50-year hip-hop anniversary show in New York, but nothing has really been down south. I saw Jermaine Dupri as well tweet, like, nobody has done nothing, 50-year anniversary of hip-hop, but I saw Jermaine Dupri is doing a So So Def show later on this year, so I guess that'll be the official for the south, because I saw Uncle Luke say he upset that Excuse me, Florida is not getting enough recognition, and Uncle Luke in general, because without Uncle Luke, excuse me, without Uncle Luke and Two Live Crew, we might not get "dirty" quote unquote "dirty" versions of songs, the parental advisory and everything, because they legit went to court for freedom of speech for hip hop. You know what I'm saying? So that's a whole another story. But I remember Mom being mad because she got me the "dirty" version of Nelly Country Grammar album. And within the next year, because I went back to look it up, because I remember buying Nelly's album, and then that next year, Nelly and the St. Lunatics album came out, and I bought that album as well. Uh, What's another album? So that was the first album I remember buying, or my mom buying for me, was Nelly's Country Grammar album. uh, St. Lunatics album. I bought the Ja Rule album. I forgot which one. It had the Mesmerize song on it with Ashanti. That's all I remember about the album. I can't remember. I think it was like Rule 316, something like that. I remember buying that one as well. But, um, yeah, that's my early, early memories of hip-hop. Like I said, it's a little cloudy, but I definitely remember, you know what I'm saying, cash money. Like I said, I got the book at home. My scribble scrap writing from kindergarten. My favorite song I wrote, Bling Bling. You know what I'm saying? So, I definitely, definitely remember my early, early years and my early Introductions to Hip Hop Now I'm going to switch it up a little bit I'm going to switch it up And when I was planning on this episode I was like, okay, I don't want to do nothing basic I don't want to give y'all my top 10 Nothing like that So I started thinking The biggest what ifs in hip hop Throughout my time period The biggest what ifs Meaning not one-hit wonders or somebody who I thought had potential, didn't fall, fall through or nothing. What else, as in, what if this didn't happen? What would be the scenario or the case now of hip-hop, whether it's Southern hip-hop, boom-bap, whatever the case may be? And probably one of my biggest what ifs, me being from the South, me being a Gucci Mane fan, what if Gucci and Jeezy never beef? And I was thinking about this a couple weeks ago because I was listening to Jeezy's last project, the one he had with um, Drama, the Snowfall project. So as I'm listening to this Jeezy project, and then when I started listening to that, I just went through a little uh, Jeezy playlist type of thing. Just listen to old Jeezy and everything. Me being a Gucci Mane fan, I probably heard more Jeezy songs. I was like, damn, I wish I could have heard Gucci with Jeezy on this. More than I have Gucci songs Where I'm like, dang, I wonder how Jeezy would have sounded on this And honestly And y'all know I was recording During this time when they did the verses A couple years ago I said it was good to see But I don't think we was going to get no music from it I think they just did it off the strength of showing You know, everything happened in 2020 Uh, Nobody expected to see Jeezy and Gucci in the same room Definitely not doing a versus together I think it was just a way of them showing Yo, we both grown, we can coexist Yeah, we gonna take shots at each other But that's as far as it's gonna go I don't expect no music I would like to hear music from it But I was thinking, I was like Yo, if Gucci and Jeezy never beef Then we probably could've got a Gucci-Jeezy collab Who knows Gucci, Jeezy, Tip could have did something. At least songs together. You know what I'm saying? That could have been a mean, three-headed monster. You throw Ludacris in the midst at the time as well. Uh, and I just think it'll be a different ball game because we've seen what Gucci – excuse me. We've seen what Gucci has done within this time period of acknowledging the younger artists coming up in the A, putting them in position to do what they got to do. And Jeezy – even though he get criticized a lot for not really quote-unquote putting people on, he has put people in position. Shot in Red in terms of production and everything like that, but just imagine them two was working together and the movement they could have had together. Man, that's definitely one of the biggest what-is for me in terms of hip-hop throughout my time period. Another one, easily, what if Rockefeller never broke up? Rockefeller and... NWA. Those are two I think about in terms of family trees. First off NWA. NWA Easy E. I think Easy E doesn't get enough credit for his family tree. Dr. Dre with the Easy E was like, "Yo, we trying to get this music thing going, you know, can you?" Cuz Easy E money is what kind of funded early NWA, if I'm not mistaken. If Easy E would have said no, Dr. Dre would've probably went a different direction. Ice Cube would've went a different direction. So just from that Easy e tree, we got Dr. Dre. From that Dr. Dr. Dre tree, we got Death Row. From that Death Row tree, we got Should Knight. (laughs) We got Snoop. Snoop Dogg gave us doggy style. Snoop Dogg is still torn to this day. Snoop Dogg is a household name. Snoop Dogg is easily, for me, Probably the most popular rapper ever. I think Snoop, LL Cool J, Jay Z. I'm just talking about like your mom, your grandma. Probably known Snoop Dogg is definitely for me probably the most popular rapper ever. He do shit with Martha Stewart, all type of shit Snoop Dogg be into. Snoop Dogg do everything. So Snoop Dogg, we got that. We Got the dog pound. Got Lady of Rage. Lady of Rage is Baby D from Next Friday, for people who don't know. And also from the Dr. Dre tree. Eminem. Now granted, Eminem was rapping, but when you get that Dr. Dre co-sign and you get that Dr. Dre production, I don't know if we would've got the same Eminem without Dr. Dre. Me personally, Dr. Dre. We got the Firm album with Nas, AZ, uh, Foxy Brown, (laughs) Even though it get criticized, that's still the firm album. And I still gotta give Dre credit on that. Cause there's some songs on that firm album I do like. Also from the Dr. Dre tree. From Dr. Dre to Eminem, we get Fit the Get Rich or Die Trying. Like I said, yeah, Fit to was rapping before then. But I don't know if we get Get Rich or Die Trying without Dr. Dre. You know what I'm saying? Eminem, Dr. Dre. That what gives you fifty cent get rich or die So and then go to the co-sign to Kendrick, the co-sign to Anderson Pop So that Easy E tree Starting from Easy E going to Dr Dre. That's a mean tree alone. Then you go Easy E to Ice Cube. Ice Cube first few albums after he broke away from N W A, some of the best hip hop albums ever. America's most wanted, Death Certificate, Lethal Injection. You go from there, then you get actor slash director slash producer Ice Cube, Higher Learning, The Friday Trilogy. Are we done yet? Are we there yet? Barbershop and Ice Cube, the Big Three that he doing now, the Big Three. His entrepreneurship. So I'm gonna give credit to Easy E. I don't think Easy E get enough credit, and of course, go back to Easy E, Bone Thugs and Harmony. And I'm gonna miss everybody And I'm gonna miss everybody From Easy e you get Bone Thugs and Harmony Without Bone Thugs and Harmony I don't get my early memory of the Friday song from Next Friday And without Easy e we don't get We probably don't get Next Friday or the Friday Trilogy So I gotta give Easy e credit And I just thought about that while freestyling this That Easy e tree is lethal So shout out to Eazy-E so that's one thing I think about. What if NWA never broke up? How crazy of a collection that would have been. But you know, should night that's another case. But we did get Death Row Records. Then you add All Eyes on Me, Tupac. <laughs> I mean, that Easy E tree is crazy. You go from Easy E to Dr. Dre. Everything Dr. Dre did. Easy E to Ice Cube. Everything Ice Cube did. Easy E Bone Thugs. I mean. First of the month, thuggish, ruggish, bone, for the love of money, crossroads. I mean, the list goes on and on. So shout out to Easy, e shout out to N.W.A. That's one thing I think about, what if. And I go back, what if Rockefeller never broke up? That's another mean tree. Dame Dash, Jay-Z, Biggs, Reasonable Doubt. Go from Reasonable Doubt to Volume 1. Get Miff Bleak involved, Beanie Siegel you get Volume 2, one of my favorite Jay-Z albums personally. I played Volume 2 the day I was moving out of Troy, my apartment. After I graduated from Troy, I was moving out of my apartment. I played Volume 2 all day long. And I remember Volume 2 because that was around the time Rush Hour came out. Because they had the song on the soundtrack to, uh bounce with me, And, 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 and. <laughs> the song with uh, Emilia how it go? It had Ja Rule on it too. Not Can I Get Her. Is it Can I Get Her? Can I Get Her? No, no. Can I Get Her? I remember that. Yeah, so Volume 2, that's one of my favorite Jay Z albums. So you go Volume 2, and then you bring in Bean the Seagull, State Property, Kanye West, Just Blaze. That Rockefeller tree mean. Then you go for Rock Nation, J. Cole, Rihanna, all type of stuff with the Rockefeller Family Tree title, the streaming platform I use. I mean, that Rockefeller tree is, is a mean tree. So that's another thing I think about, like, what if? And then when you go with Dame Dash, paid in Fool movie, state property movies, RockAware, Dame Dash still, if you watch Dame Dash interviews today, his message is still the same. His delivery may throw you off, but the message is, you know, I was around, like he, he said, him and Nori. he was on Drink Champs, and I was watching it, and Nori was like, Yo, I wasn't even signed to Rockefeller, but you saw they did my contract or they wasn't paying me enough for my budget or something like that. He said Dame Dash stood up for him. And Dame was like, yeah, like I was in the meeting and they was talking about your budget. And I was like, you know, that don't sound right for Norrie. Nori got number one records. Why he getting this low budget? So he was like, yeah, Dame was fighting for me. And I wasn't even assigned to Rockefeller. And that's what Dame whole thing is. And if you ask a lot of people who was making music in the late 90s, early 2000s I know Nori said it plenty of times. Nori always say, if Dame Dash was still in position, if Irv Gotti was still in position, if they showed enough respect to Birdman and Master P, J. Prince, If Shug never fell off. He always say this. He said the business would be a lot different. He said those guys in general, J. Prince, Master P, Birdman, Irv Gotti, Shug, and Dame Dash, he said they was, like, in their position that they was in during their time period, the game would be a lot different nowadays. He said once Dame Dash got out the business, like not out the business, but not seen in the same light he was when he was standing beside Jay-Z, he said as soon as that happened, that's when the game kind of got disrupted a little bit. He was like, Dane was in there fighting for a lot of people without people knowing. You know what I'm saying? It's just his delivery be kind of off. But, yeah, that Rockefeller tree was mean. Like they had their hands in music, fashion, Alcohol, mo- uh, movies, everything. So, Rockefeller Family Tree, NWA Family Tree, if they never split, I always wonder how, you know what I'm saying, things would be nowadays. Gucci, Jeezy, I think about what if, like, they never beef, how things would be seen. Like, yeah, the South was running things for a good bit of time, if you want to ask me, in terms of music I was listening to. You know, I'm, from the, I'm down here, so that's what I gravitated to the most. But, you can't deny it. if Gucci and Jeezy never had their situation, it might have been even stronger than what it turned out to be. You know what I'm saying? So those are what else I think about. Those are what I'm sure is more. Um, of course, you know, cash money, I think about that a lot. What if everybody from the hot boys, like if Juvenile, Juvenile did his thing, like I said before. Juvenile did his thing with uh, 400 Degrees in his career. Wayne, of course, did his thing with his career. But what if Turk would have stayed locked in? You know, BG did his thing as well, but what if BG would have stayed locked in and focused like how Juvenile and Wayne was? Manny Fresh, of course, but at the same time, that was more of some contract situations as well. So, you know, that is what it is on that. Uh, no Limit No limit. did that thing – no, I don't think No Limby could have did more than what they did during their time period. I mean, the work they put in within those four, three, four, five four, five-year time frame, that's more than a lot of people have done within a 20-year career. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Master people putting everybody to work. They were dropping projects every week it looked like. So, you know, they did their thing as well. So, the biggest what else, the biggest what else I got, Gucci Jeezy, Uh, NWA And Rockefeller I would love to hear some of y'all what ifs It could be from back in the day To present The biggest what ifs And how it could have possibly shaped the game up as we know it today This has been episode 222 Stash House Podcast Make sure you guys go out Have a great work week A great school week Stay hydrated Stay safe Be aware of your surroundings Keep me in your prayers I do the same for y'all Salute Thank you.